Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 230. I'm your host, Aditya, and along with me, I have Abhishek. Hello, everyone. And uh, this is the first one in a long time since you've switched uh, time zones. There was a time when you were in Canada, you are back there. जापान So I'm somewhere in London, yeah, kuch to be, I suppose. And not to mention the unpacking. That must be one big project. We have moved five times in seven years now. Any listeners uh, looking to move and for free tips or consulting, you know whom to contact. Yeah, uh, my wife, it's like a process that she has. It's, it's <laughs> she has developed a system now. Anyways, yes. let's and, talk and about while, the... While, while, before we get into the main topic, while you were gone... one breaking news happened here in india as well you know what that was kya cbse class 12 results were announced two days ago oh and, and the board which has a twitter handle tweeted uh, with uh, farida jalal and uh, amrish puri photo of ddlj or niche likha tha amrish puri is praying to god khushi khushi niche likha tha aakhir wo din aa hi gaya and <laughs> because of the pandemic <laughs> CBSE yeah. has a board exam has a humor now huh? Twitter whoever runs these uh, handles they know how to tweet including the Mumbai police huh? they are also pretty hilarious you might want Mumbai to Mumbai police is pretty hilarious actually yeah. pretty so anyway that happened so go on let's let's start our uh, olympian podcast let's yeah there is a little bit of parallel between a few things that we will talk about things happening in olympics and things in the CBSE examination okay and we will soon you you'll find <laughs> out what that is वेरी सोन तो बने रहिए टिके रहिए हमारे साथ जोरदार बल्लेबाजी होने वाली है बताइए सो द ओलंपिक टॉपिक्स दैट वी हैव यू हैव टू टॉक अबाउट द ओपनिंग सेरेमनीज द न्यू स्पोर्ट्स इंट्रोड्यूस्ड इंडिया इन द ओलंपिक्स सो फार सरप्राइजेस दैट हैव हैपेंड इन इन द ओलंपिक्स अ लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स टू टॉक ओके सो सो लेट्स गेट स्टार्टेड ओपनिंग सेरेमनी स्पेक्टेटरलेस फर्स्ट टाइम इन द हिस्ट्री व्हाट डू यू थिंक i think the the best part is they at least got the show going i know japan is not too happy with it but uh, mercifully for the 11000 athletes from more than 200 countries who've come there it happens once in four years they uh, most of them train in anonymity and in obscure places across the world nobody knows them and they are waiting for that one big day one big moment i think for them it's a brilliant uh, thing but yeah i think in the history of olympics since it began and there would have not been any olympics but for obviously for the right reasons fact of life these days yes there were only around 1000 odd people who were invited i mean people like the emperor of japan the the chairman of ioc etc they were present in the stadium as such but pretty much otherwise there was no one else so it was a little bit strange to see athletes walking in and weaving all over the place they were most likely weaving at the cameras the the opening ceremony you remember the china the beijing olympics ka the unison drama and the 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 performances that they had put up etc that was like a 
showcase of china right showcase of what they can achieve together they had so many people of course for covid reasons they couldn't have as uh, expansive as a as an opening ceremony however personally especially having lived in japan i felt very very disappointed with the opening ceremony couple of reasons it almost seemed like they were putting it putting up a show to showcase their multiculturalism there there was tap dancing there were all the performances had very very little of japanese arts in it the way they unveiled the olympic symbol that was cool that was amazing but otherwise if you take a look at it they were showing the different subcultures it looked like they only showed tokyo they only showed people wearing goth clothes people wearing the weird anime manga those sort of urban clothes and did not as much show their real japanese traditional arts etc which was very disappointing and i know that there are a lot of things that they could have done they had a kabuki dancer it's not a dance it's like a performance kabuki one of the best kabuki performers in japan uh, it kabuki is very very similar to kathakali by the way okay the elaborate elaborate makeup uh, costumes etc and who was dancing to a piano title a performance so there was always something that they were trying to show that hey we are global in a way now people listening the japanese people if at all you are listening i'm not hating on you i just know that you, there was there you have so much which did not get showcased in the during the olympics and but the olympics is so much more than the opening ceremony absolutely absolutely before we move on the most iconic moments typically of olympics is like lighting of the torch right remember atlanta an arrow was shot mohammed ali lighting uh, etc this time the honor in fact was given to naomi osaka and it came as a big surprise actually people had sort of guessed that there naomi osaka is going to play a major role in the olympic opening ceremony because ioc asked that her tennis match to be postponed by a day people knew but they were sort of taken aback by when she was the one lighting uh, the cauldron as they say again take a look at who they picked to light the olympic uh, flame it is it's a half japanese as they call it they call it hafu actually in japan i think it is it is derogatory but it is a very common term so they picked someone who is not completely japanese to show again multiculturalism what do you think about osaka lighting the torch of uh, the flame for me osaka naomi is someone who represented japan at the highest level in tennis Yeah she she first came to prominence a few years ago when she started winning those grand slams and and also she comes off uh, as somebody who is uh, outspoken than others and she has had uh, her fights with depression and that's out as opposed to a few years ago when athletes were very kg about talking about their mental health for me i have nothing but respect and uh, uh, adulation for somebody who which is fine right i mean you know i'm not saying that she is not good at what she does etc japan has athletes who have won three olympic golds four olympic golds and them being overlooked so i just felt disappointed that olympics is becoming commercial my my brother just told me that all the major final events are scheduled for uh, north american prime time so they are all in the morning in japan where everyone in tokyo or in japan is going to be in offices the tennis matches uh, were played in uh... 80 odd percent humidity and 33 degrees celsius where 
a couple of them had heat strokes one of them had to be wheeled uh, away uh, in in a wheelchair and uh, who was that tennis star who is still in the running uh, he said i can die he was talking to the chair umpire that i can, i'll finish this match but uh, i i'll die and are you going to be taking responsibility for it medvedev yes and now i think they have considered a request from all the players that at least to move it a little later in the day but yes that's just the way it is why do, uh, this russia who has been banned from uh, competing in the olympics because of orchestrated state sponsored doping that they did last time why are they still being allowed to compete under russian olympic committee or roc is yes to not to punish the clean athletes all right but then you also have uh, gazprom is a huge sponsor in many tournaments outside the olympics so ioc did not want to antagonize them so it's always a little bit of politics business and sports that one needs to you know balance i guess uh, roc thing is is a bit <laughs> is a bit funny right at least name something different russian olympic committee it's still russia man gregory rotchenkov he was the whistleblower and he was the chemist in the day and the doctor who was involved in the doping in sochi winter olympics in 2014 where russia came first with 30 medals the sports ministry was involved there was security service agents they used a hidden room within the olympic village there was a small hole from where they yeah. would switch the urine samples and they had agents to break open uh, the bottles which allegedly cannot be bro- broken open and then they switched the samples kgb stuff yeah and uh, there was a name for the steroid laced concoction was called the duchess it was dissolved in shivas regal whiskey or uh, <laughs> and was fed to the these athletes wow Wow. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. There's a documentary. So for people who are interested, should check this out. It's mind blowing. Five new sports have been introduced in this Olympics. Uh, one of them is really a reintroduction, which is, I will. In fact, let me turn this into a trivia. Yeah. Abhishek, tell me which is the national sport of Japan. Uh, no. Table table tennis. Table tennis. No, uh, it is baseball. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly, they won the baseball World Cup. The team Japan is ranked number one in the world in softball as well. So wow. softball and baseball have been reintroduced after being dropped back in two thousand two thousand eight or five. Karate is also coming in. Yes, there is sports climbing, skateboarding. Japan is a powerhouse in skateboarding. Did you see the event? I didn't see the event, but I read about thirteen-year-old schoolgirl, Japanese schoolgirl Momiji Nishia, if I'm pronouncing yeah. that right, when winning the gold medal, and also the bronze went to Japan, didn't it? Yeah, and this is so the gold medal, men's and women's, both went to Japan. You don't think about Japan, at least I didn't, or call me, or call it, um, you know, being uninformed. Skateboarding is all about California. Skateboarding, growing up. Uh, was considered to be a nuisance and not so much a sport to see japan embrace that or i'm not sure what the on ground reality is if they have parks which are dedicated to skateboarders going there and having fun but usually it is frowned upon by elders to to see a country like japan win that it's it's awesome there were talks of turning them into parking lots or uh, binning them all together and erecting buildings in new townships and now those builders are reconsidering after these medals in the olympics There you go. There you go. Yeah, the world number three who did not do as well is also Japanese, by the way. Momiji Nishia, thirteen years old. <laughs> yes, thirteen. And, And by the way, uh, the gold 
silver bronze in this event went to teenagers everyone right. is under 20 and yeah. crazy crazy um on a technicality uh, many athletes satisfied the age criteria to compete in the olympics because the event was postponed by a year so suddenly they saw themselves being eligible early teenagers are also part of the competition now yeah. much like there are 40 year olds competing in the olympics there is a 46 year old yeah oksana tusovitina from uzbekistan she is gymnast who got she's 46 years old and she got a standing ovation after she competed in her eighth olympic games last eight week eight olympic <laughs> and everyone gave her a, a standing ovation you're right eight olympic games can you beat that ah. javed miandad also in cricket because world cup comes every four years he holds the records for most number of uh, world cup appearances he quit in 96 i think he's played in all the world cups since in the 75 anyway what a career that is let's move on to talk about how india is doing at olympics so far so the indian contingent has 120 athletes in 85 different events um and of course there are certain events where we are expecting medals shooting boxing archery badminton these are the hot events so far two medals won well one uh, one and the second one whether it's a gold or a silver we will still will soon find out at least a bronze that's india's way of looking anyway isn't it assured gold some medal is assured karke paper mein aa jata hai but i think that's massive right that For is big big we will talk about mirabai chanu who's already won the medal but uh, when i re- was reading about lovelina borgohen from uh, assam 23 year old boxer she'll be competing on august 4th with uh, the reigning world champion and she's in for a medal her attitude blew me away if you've read a f- couple of her interviews what was her strategy they asked her going into the game uh, with a woman with whom she has already lost a few times so she says is ladki se main char baar haar chuki hu khul ke khela maine there was no strategy no plan i knew her from before the plan wasn't even needed <laughs> they talk about young and the fearless i think that that's one one example and and then she was asked right oh you you'll be competing against uh, the reigning world champion of turkey and in the last four stage on august 4 what are you going to do i have a few days i will see a few videos of her and i figure out what to do with her <laughs> that was the response man and simple they keep it simple and 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 the whole indian contingent was asking her aapka kahani batao story batao because that's what makes uh, the colorful stories in newspaper she said it's a long one olympic gold lene ke baad bataungi abhi focus karne do exactly dude God, that's how right. it should be amazing yeah, absolutely and then mirabai chanu yeah who won the first medal in fact for for india it was in weight lifting remember karnam maleshwari after that yes. Mirabai Chanu is the next one who has won in weightlifting. Yes, in 49 kg weightlifting category, she 202 kgs is what uh, combined lift for the Tokyo Olympic silver medal. There is a story, of course, about how folks from uh, Assam, Manipur, these areas they tend to do well in competitions like weightlifting, and uh, because they they seem to keep churning candidates which uh, get represented in the Olympics from India. Chanu herself talks about how because they are not too tall they've got explosive strength it's all muscles it's like maradona or messi like uh, low center of gravity and that's important for either weightlifting or boxing football for that matter so mirabai picked almost four times her body weight uh, across all her lifts in uh, what they call the snatch and clean and jerk uh, categories so did you see the picture that she posted with her family 
uh, eating rice and dal in her kitchen and madhavan said that i can't believe that this is where she lives it's so i mean it's so basic you know it doesn't look like an olympic world class facility mein diet wire jaisa jokovic etc would be having it's 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 a it's an amazing story how these people where they come from and and go on to win and hopefully lives change after that absolutely and now now the real pressure which i'd say this is this is where i also with the whole mental stress etc we are going to be talking about why don't we talk about simone biles as well uh, who stepped out of her events individual as well as team events citing medical issues genuine medical issues where she couldn't feel her body re- respond and hence it was dangerous for her to be participating but it also started with her talking about mental mental health etc the pressure that comes along and she didn't make any bones about it she says that i will take a break because i am not doing too well from the mental uh, standpoint and said that she felt like she was quote carrying the weight of the world on her shoulders greatest gymnast of all time she's got four moves named after her some of her moves are considered so dangerous including the one that she did in her first uh, attempt here at the olympics that the judges scored her did not give her a high score and they keep doing this because they want to discourage other gymnasts from trying such moves she's 23 she gets compared with tiger woods and federers of the world which is uh, obviously awesome praise but she hasn't lost at all uh, since 2013 she hasn't lost an all round title since then it's a real thing this mental side of things where uh, an athlete just might not feel up to snuff when it comes to the big stage and she was brave enough to admit that and has been rightfully patted on the back and she said she didn't want to uh, cost a medal to the team and that's why uh, she you know stood at the sidelines and cheered them on because the the pressure must be unbelievable i mean enormous enormous right yeah. i mean when you are called the greatest gymnast of all yes. time and then you have to perform and you lose when you're performing people expect you know 10 out of 10 every time right um, i wonder who comes up with you, you know starts calling these people the greatest uh, gymnast of all time etc don't you think it is their per pr agencies itself well it is to do with their performances i'm sure I, they've owned it see the pr guys would do what they call the helicopter shot that was by airtel i think when or the uppercut for uh, sehwag so those guys will do a great job whether it's the ad guys but the fact remains that they are indeed at the top of their games at the highest level it's the imgs of the world this is this is what uh, have you have you watched the documentary by the the mini web series on naomi osaka i In haven't which, but now that you mention i will i'll definitely look it definitely up definitely check that out and you should it's all behind the scenes as to how mm-hmm. what happens after and there is an entire crew like naomi osaka highest paid women athlete in the world that does not just happen there is an entire team who is crafting a story for you to make you sellable to make you marketable i i feel a lot of the blame needs to go on companies like img and all these all these sports marketing companies who are trying to yeah make you know get some money for these athletes that they deserve but also in the meantime they get way carried over uh, no true right? and and the the pressure even from the countries it is see when it comes to gymnastics there is no way america will settle for a silver or a bronze is what the assumption is it's you remember that nike ad that was panned 
for saying that you don't oh, win oh. a silver you sorry what so you don't win you a silver win a you silver, lose you a gold win. right yeah. that's the kind of pressure and they are what 18 20 22 uh, the the coaches push them to a level where their bodies don't hold in 1996 at atlanta kerry strug who was uh, a gymnast an american and uh, she was asked to do her final stunt on the vault with uh, an ankle injury and she landed on both feet won the gold she was hobbling because she had broken an ankle the coach had to pick her up and take her to the podium and they lauded her strength blah 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 but that's not strength that is pure pressure yes, that youngsters are yeah they don't they, and by the way she didn't have to america would have won gold in that category anyway and she did not professionally compete again it's a whole different pressure and not to mention that in the case of uh, biles the sexual abuse from american gymnastics dr lawrence nasser who has now been convicted she was among those who came out and uh, realized that her saying that she was also molested added value to the me too movement so we have no idea what happens behind those closed doors and the kind of pressure that these youngsters are and now which makes you appreciate other people other sports stars federer 300 yeah. at 3 weeks as number 1 yes 3 3 i mean 6 years number 1 man 5 years whatever sachin tendulkar vivin richards uh, all these people right steve waugh think about steve waugh captain in the test team 16 test matches they won on the trot think about the pressures that they have coming back to india at at olympics one silver medal already granted now let's see what we get by the way trivia more than half of the medals that india has won in olympics have been won by women especially so in the last 20 odd years sadly women's world number 1 in archery dipika kumari she lost south korea's and sang 6-0 in less than 6 minutes man in quarter final olympians will feel gutted four years yeah. it just comes in yeah i yeah. can only imagine that if i feel so disappointed can you just imagine how they must especially because she had she had won in paris the world championship etc like oh mm. my god somehow you know winning an olympic gold is so much more valuable as they say even at that level the the, the butterflies in the stomach for these athletes this uh, there's a surfer named uh, carissa moore four time world champion you said that yes olympic medal is the thing now this person was a is a four time world champion qualified for olympics more than 18 months ago 20 minutes before the event she was very nervous she called home saying yaar main kya karu what do they do is it is getting to me etc and they said hey don't worry just play it just enjoy your time there and she she of course she won the gold but 20 minutes before the event she wondered what's going to happen next it's it's so elusive that medal it will not guarantee you even if you won all the world championships in the world at the same time there have been people who won olympics without having ever participated in it yeah the first olympics itself right did you know about anna kinsenhofer of austria she's a phd in maths she turned pro just 4 years ago enrolled herself in uh, cycling no professional contract since 2017 30 years old trains by herself no coach first olympics she was part of a peloton peloton is where you ride closely with other cyclists to save energy and you know it reduces drag blah 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 she said in the last 40 kilometers she went solo her team did not know where she was in fact the dutch team that came after she went on to win the race but the dutch team which had won billions of medals before that they started celebrating because they didn't know any other in the, they had to they had won all the events until that point and then they realized that oh 
we are one minute and some seconds behind uh, this uh, mad prodigy who just won the race. And the, the Reuters uh, headline was Maths teacher Kinsenhofer schools Dutch masters. <laughs> okay. And that they didn't do their homework well. You know, she threw the playbook or the textbook away and she went solo and she said that I'm a mathematician. You're used to solving problems on your own. So that's the way I approach cycling. She's got a gold. There you go. There is another one rising star, Kamalpreet Kaur, who has yeah. reached the finals of women's discus throw. She threw 64 meters, which was even better than the reigning world champion right now, who threw 62. That one is coming up very soon. So let's see. There might be another surprise winner because Mirabai Channu was already a world champion. But there are these other gems that are coming out like Lavlina and Kamalpreet Kaur. Let's hope. There are more Olympic stars coming. Yeah, there's there's no other country though that belts out uh, stars on an assembly line like China. China has fielded 413 athletes. Uh, That's the largest number since Beijing Games in 2008. And their objective is singular: to win more goals than any other country. More than 2,000 government-run sports schools, kids, business-like approach towards winning medals. They, they don't focus on 100 meters, etc. Their thing is they'll focus on sports that are not that prominent, underfunded in the West, or sports that offer multiple Olympic gold medals, like weightlifting. In weightlifting, you've got four categories. And, and the entire model, the entire system of grooming is, is very different. The government picks you and assigns a sport to you when you're very young and grooms you. You are actually contracted to the government. You get a salary to play and participate. At least this is true for tennis, that you are not allowed to sign any endorsements. All the winnings go back to China. So you don't get a part of it, but you get a salary and a comfortable lifestyle. I don't know if you know, but in in tennis, Lina, she was the first one who actually was able to get out of their contract and was allowed to go professional in the true sense. Otherwise, all the Chinese... Tennis, even tennis and all these other athletes, they are under contract with the government, which takes care of them. But you're, yeah, it's capped. It's capped. It's capped. Do you know trivia? Another trivia. Nearly 75% of all goals that China has won since 1984 are in just six sports. Table tennis, shooting, diving, badminton, gymnastics, and weightlifting. The odds of us winning are more here. Let's consolidate and let's get better. I have seen a couple of videos of how... Uh, kids in China are coached on table tennis because I myself wanted to play table tennis outside office hours. How to get back like I used to in school. And some of those videos are harrowing, man. The kids can't reach half the table, but the coach scream at them as if they are world champions already and expect no better. And the kids are crying there. And they said, no, you have to. It's a, When you watch those folks on the podium, each one of them will have some uh, grueling stories to share. Some not so pretty at all. As it is, diamonds are made under pressure. As long as it is humane, at least to the extent possible. Definition of such things is very, very blurry of what's humane. Uh, but yes, I agree. There, there should not, you should not be sexually molested. Oh, while most definitely, obviously. Yeah, man, the, I mean. Like it happened. Seen that documentary about the US gymnastics team, there was a factory sort of an approach to it. It's not just China you mean, right? Yeah. You can find out something in everything, in every system, in a way. Anyway, so those, at least those were the topics that I had 
from from my side oh no there was another one there was there were several first time winners for example the filipino weightlifter right hedilin diaz was won the country's first ever olympic gold medal flora duffy won the first gold medal ever for bermuda in the women's triathlon japan itself not a first but japan itself has broken its own record for the number of golds in a single olympics uh, as you were saying you know optimizing for the sport that you are the, mm. the best at highest probability nine of the 17 gold medals have come in judo including an event where one of the siblings won the men's and his twin sister won the same event in the women's amazing <laughs> how amazing oh, like brilliant yeah whoever went in second they are like oh my god i have <laughs> to win it so that there are no the other person does not get to brag about it for the rest of their life <laughs> that i you got know, a gold and you got a silver <laughs> like, yeah. you 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 know the story of mark wo and steve wo right steve wo was dropped in the side and they got in mark wo uh, and he scored a century on debut steve wo obviously he went on to captain the side and there was one sledging incident so marco sledged an english batsman from the first slip or something saying that hey you know what you're not good enough to play for your country blah 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 and that guy said hey that's all right i am at least the best player in my family <laughs> <laughs> another yeah. question since you yeah. since you since you uh, right and stuff like that uh, by the way abhishek does write he, i mean when i say write I, he doesn't do blog posts he writes for economists and stuff like that so uh, he that's why i keep throwing these language tests at you <laughs> tell me what is a judo athlete called that's a trivia man i don't know if it's got anything to do with writing i have no no idea uh, somebody who <laughs> goes in the ring and, uh, uh, ah. and 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 fights karate i mean does karate judo that's what exactly. i'm <laughs> you, you are making so many so many errors in that system in the in that sentence a player who goes and fights in karate is uh, judo judo and karate complete to completely different completely different yeah. yeah yeah i'm sure they are what so uh, tell me tell me more an athlete in judo a fighter in judo is called uh-huh. a judoka ha uh, okay nahi ho gaya bas no i thought you said <laughs> i thought you said <laughs> Judo actually no i was testing you what i mean you know it's cricket ko it, they call them back cricketers but right? there is nothing called a judo athlete you're saying is there is nothing there is yeah you don't call them judo athlete it is judo kas judo kas ah just like there is someone who does skateboarding they are called skaters right or skateboarder ah, right a right? skier but yeah. it is not judoer i wanted to say <laughs> they are called yeah. judoka right. right this ladies and gentlemen listening to this podcast comes from a guy and even i am guilty to it uh, we didn't know the meaning of the word altercation uh, Alter- when we were in college when we were quizzed by someone saying okay we were preparing for gre and they said altercation and they threw this quiz question to the two of us and we said something that alters something or whatever and then obviously altercation <laughs> means a minor squabble or a or or on field altercation how did we get that wrong when we were in college man in cricket In cricket, we always have on-field altercations. I don't know why. Unless Miada, sorry, ha, yes. Unless Miada, then he raises his bat itself. Exactly. Yeah, you bet. 
so the moral of the story is it doesn't matter how good you are in in english or vocabulary you still can get to write for a good publication and you still can work for a firm who will soon have the country's biggest ipo which we discussed in the last episode so it's all right english is just a language very exciting very exciting let's see how that goes amazing yes i've got just one one last one did you read about uh, the controversy around transgender athletes who are competing no. as women in the women category and uh, so biologically they are far stronger than women and that they should not be allowed to compete so there is a a new zealander in the women's category is a transgender and she's uh, competing there and people are not very happy about it pressure on that athlete is isn't that so much more than because if you see that biologically you are superior to women and then you get beat by women testosterone that is the the defining factor yeah. where why men do better than women in sports the international olympic committee in 2015 they ruled that these trans women would be allowed to compete only if they took drugs to suppress their testosterone levels uh, for at least a year before the competition so that's one thing but the recent studies there have been two recent studies which said that boss isse kuch zyada hota nahi hai only about 5% is what it makes a difference in terms of their ability to perform on the arena in a 100 meter race the world record in women sports is 10.49 10 seconds 10.49 seconds do you know in school a 15 year old has beaten that record 10.2 seconds is the record so a 15 year old can beat the world record holder in in athletics for women that's because of the way biologically boys are different than uh, girls and one of the reason is that we are not we don't have to bear child a uh, children rather so it's it's more prone to running its muscle at the right places etc so the olympic record for females in 69 kg body weight uh, is 286 kgs for males in the same body weight it's 357 kgs look at the difference so when a transgender athlete who has those biologically he's more suited to win so they should not compete in women's is what the debate is and they will relook at these rules in rules in the next olympics there you go laurel hubbard is the weightlifter who participated in uh, first transgender athlete to compete in the olympics that's the one Maybe I think Olympics is one uh, one time in four years that we suddenly have interest in all possible sports, right? Absolutely, and it also it also makes sports accessible, right? What what I mean by that is that um, my seven year old and I would never sit and watch handball on TV. Uh, First of all, handball would not be covered. Oh, sorry, my 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 two and a half year old just walked. Your in. two and a half year old is here. So yeah. So yeah, and we are. I am specifically spending time to watch all the sports that don't get the air time with my seven-year-old, just to get selfishly, even for me, so that I can watch them and even he gets exposure. Otherwise, handball. Imagine, man. Unfortunately, it does not get showtime. No, it doesn't. My son is in nursery for whatever it's worth on the laptop these days for one hour classes when they can't sit at the same place. But the teacher said that please watch at least one Olympic games and please come back the next day to tell us what you you know just for fun. So he watched Brazil score a goal and he mentioned that I has no idea what Olympics is, but uh, it is such an event that draws uh, audiences from across the world. Isn't it the second most watched sport after the FIFA World Cup? Yes, it used to be. however it had the worst tv ratings in the last olympics this time so but 
the prestige around olympics still continues yes. um, we have a few other indian athlete athletes competing uh, sin pv sindhu a big uh, uh, you know lots of expectations from her she's going to be competing uh, in the next couple of days for the badminton singles let's see what happens all the best to all the athletes so those were the topics that we had people you've been listening to theindicast.com it's a podcast where the two of us just talk about the indian current affairs whatever is happening and major global current affairs that we find interesting to subscribe to our podcast yeah. you can please go to either theindicast.com and there are three different buttons out there for to your favorite or the most popular podcasting apps which is apple podcast google podcast or spotify you can just hit the follow button out there in your favorite podcasting app so that all these episodes that we publish get automatically pushed to you and you get a notification for it if you have anything to say or anything to comment anything that you don't agree with or something that pissed off based on what i said abhishek uh, or agreed with abhishek um, please tweet out to us at indicas on twitter or just send us an email i am aditya at the indicas.com abhishek is abhishek i think we have abhishek.com <laughs> i don't know if he has if he accessed that email Why don't you just send it to Aditya at yeah. the com? I'll forward it to him. All right, that's about it, people. Bye bye. Bye bye.